Hey guys, I don't just talk about games and make picks. I put my money where my mouth is. I bet with Odds Club. They have an easy to use site with all of the major sports to bet on. Their payment options are just as easy. Venmo, PayPal, Cash App, whatever you use, Odds Club has it. And it's so much easier than those offshore sites. You get paid on time, every time. Follow Odds Club on Twitter and send a DM. Tell them Clack or Michelle sent you and receive 20% in free play. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Terrible Takes Podcast. I'm your co-host, Michelle, and as always, I have Clack here with me, and we're back in person. Yes, we are back in person for the first time in a while. Been a last, a crazy last couple of weeks, but good to be back in person doing it a lot easier that way. Um, Anchor is really hard to do remotely, so good to be back in person and at the mansion ready for some Bama hoops and a big fight tonight. And NFL games tomorrow, so we've got next 24 hours are going to be really good for sports, especially if you're a sports better. going to be a lot of fun these next 24 hours. Okay. I take it you're betting? I am. I am doing a lot of betting. Um, sure. uh, got a, I'm sure. Well, I'll get into my picks later um, for the games tomorrow. But So, yeah, i um, got a lot of bets going on these next 24 hours. Um, so... This is a recap, I guess, the NFL games from last week. Yeah, sad uh, stuff. Sad for me that the Saints fan is same for Michelle, but quickly, uh, the Seattle or the Packers dominating the Rams. I was really impressed with the Packers. I thought the Rams would be be a lot closer in that game with that defense they had with Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, but Aaron Rodgers is proving why he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Ever, yeah. Um, and then the Bills, who was my Going into the playoffs was my Super Bowl pick. Not the best game offensively, no. but again, it's hard to play good on offense when the wind is twenty miles an hour. And that was just a terrible game. It, it was, but it was defense, three to three the first was, half. It was, but that defense though, um, that defense is lights out. Lamar Jackson is not as good as everybody says, um, but the defense was lights out for Buffalo. They get the win, seventeen to three. Now on to Sunday's games, which are some really good games on Sunday. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs and Browns, the Chiefs get out to a decent-sized lead, but credit to the Browns. Kevin Stefanski did a great job in his first season. They fought back, couldn't get the stops they needed to win the game. But the biggest part of that game was Patrick Mahomes. Oh, God. For everyone uh, wondering what that noise was, clock just opened it truly. meant to do that before we went on the air, but I did not do Is that. Is that your second or third? Third. third. Oh, Jesus um, Christ. Well, I had a schedule. Um, my mom just texted me, so. Um, of note, my mom has gotten into Alabama basketball recently, so right. roll tied to that. Aw, um, sweet. Anyway, so. Yeah, Chiefs, Browns. Pat, Chiefs and, Pat Mahomes went down. You know, Pat Mahomes goes down from a hit from Mac Wilson. You know, the Browns were not able to capitalize on that. They had a chance to get a stop, get the ball back with Baker Mayfield, a chance to win the game. They didn't get the stop. Chad Henney and Andy Reid. I mean, you got to give credit to Andy Reid, probably the best play caller in football right now. It, with his offensive mind, Chiefs get the win um, over a – Resilient Brown team, but to the game, the biggest game of the weekend, unfortunately, did not go my way. Yeah. Bucks and Saints, Drew Brees, four interceptions. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Wasn't able to get it done. Um, He was 19 and 34. Was not a good game. No. It's sad. I really hate to see him go out that way. Tom Brady was not good in this game by any means, but when you're getting the ball, you know, to what, like Cruz said, when you're getting the ball inside your own 25 yard, when you're getting the ball inside your opponent's 25 yard line, you're going to win the game. Yeah. Um, you know, hats off to the Bucks for a great defensive game. But, Michelle, your thoughts on the Saints? I mean, it's going sad. Forward? It's sad. Oh, going forward? Oh, Jesus Christ. Listen, I was arguing with somebody the other day. I, I love football, okay? But I also value my morals. Um, I, I just, I don't even want to get into it, really. Um, if James Winston is our guy for the sake of football, then so be it, but I might have to jump ship. Like, I, I literally, I cannot support him. I, I, I literally, he's like the sole reason besides Jimbo in that whole 2013 FSU class is the reason why I hate FSU so much. And even to this day, I, I just find it unacceptable. I, I do not stand for it. I cannot support that man. If that's the future, like I said, for the Saints going forward in the name of football, then so be it. But I'm just not here for it. You know, I'm I'm on the Mac Jones to the Saints bandwagon. I mean, I'm on a – I think Jameis is a good quarterback, but I just can't deal with all the drama and everything. He's Mm -mm. His past is too much for me to to overcome. You you can't, yeah, overlook that. You know – with the sham, all of his that stuff was back in Tallahassee. I can't, I, I, I can't fully get on board with that. Um, no matter how good he might be, yeah. I but mean, he's a good football player. He is, you know, but I'll say there's that, better but options but out there. There's yeah. better options out there. There's Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, yeah. There's Dak Prescott, who I think would be someone who is very possible to get. Um, there, there's better options out there, obviously, for the Saints. Taysom Hill's not an option. I don't care what Sean Payton says. And that's <laughs> my biggest down. That's my biggest thing with Sean Payton is he is too determined to stick with one guy. It's like. Yeah. Well, I mean, gets, when you've had Drew Brees for however many years you've had, it's easy to be in that mindset yeah, I mean, where it's what just one Drew guy. Brees was doing. I mean, like, we were not going to win that game with Drew Brees. Oh, so no, I mean, no, I, not at all. But Sean Payton refused to do anything about it. It's like. It's like. I think Sean Payton's philosophy is if, if it doesn't work, keep doing it, and it'll finally work. Like yeah. That's not a good logic. Yeah, but, I know a lot of people were mad that Jameis didn't get – or stay in because he got put in, but then yeah. they took him right back There's out. There's better options out there than Jameis or Taysom Hill, and I think you've got to explore those options, whether it be getting a guy like Zach Wilson in the draft, trading yeah. up, getting a Zach Wilson. Okay. I would love to trade up for Trevor Lawrence. I'm not a fan, but – Mm, I just would, don't think it's going to happen. I would love a trade up for Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, but in the end, in the end, as a Saints fan, as a Bama fan, I hope it's Mac Jones. Right. Same. It's not going to happen, it's, but it's not. But we can. Um, we, can wish. we all know what's happening. We all know what happens when I say something's not going to happen. That it, it can happen. So, um, we'll talk, I guess if we get into the games this weekend, Michelle, give me your thoughts on the games this weekend: Packers and Bucks. Um, I'm taking Green Bay. I think Green Bay has the potential to go all the way. I think I said last week, too, I'm a big fan of Aaron Rodgers, um, just because he's, like, you know, one of the big three, along with Bruce and Brady when they were all in their prime. Um, but at the same time, he's freaking playing Tom Brady, and Tom Brady can perform miracles, um, you know, as he's done before. 
cough cough Falcons fans. Yes. Um, so I mean, you just you can't you can't count them out. I think that'll be a really good game. Um, and then same Buffalo and KC. I'm glad Patrick Mahomes will be back. He cleared the concussion protocols. I would love to see them win again. I think a two peat would be awesome. I know you're on your Bills train. So, so you're taking Chiefs and Packers. You're going with yeah. I'm going to go on a similar route. I'm going to go Packers and Bills. I'm going to agree with my good friend Cruz on this. I was listening to his podcast on the way to the mansion today, and I'm going to go with Cruz. I think it's Packers and Bills. I think the Bills defense and a Patrick Mahomes, who's not 100%, I'm going to go with the Bills. I think they can get it done. I think Josh Allen does just enough. I think he's got it in him. He's going to show it. You know, Chiefs defense has been up and down this year. I think the Bills squeak out a very close one. The Chiefs have been so close to losing so a few games this year. This close game thing is going to come back to bite them. And then, as much as I want the Bucks to win, I, you know, I'm a, I love Aaron Rodgers. He is probably my third or fourth favorite player. Mm-hmm. As much as I do want the Bucks to win this one for Brady to bring one more home, I think Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams—they're just way too much. And so I think it's going to be a Packers and Bills Super Bowl. I think it's going to be a heck of a game. We'll cover the Super. We'll get into the Super Bowl, obviously, in a couple next week or so. But mm-hmm. I think it's going to be Packers and Bills. That's my my official pick. I originally before the season said the the Bucks would win it all, but I'm going to stick with my original team in the playoffs. Once we started talking about the playoffs, the Bills. Yeah, I like the Bills and I like the Packers in the Super Bowl. And then, do you, are we going to make picks for that, or well, just like wing in the Super happens? Bowl when it happens? Okay. Too many things going to happen. That's true. Um, so I guess we'll jump into what are we going to jump into now? Um, you want to talk about hoops or we didn't hoops last? Okay. I guess um, uh, the Bill O'Brien. Order? We'll talk about the Bill O'Brien, or as I called him on Twitter, yes. Brian O'Brien. <laughs> uh, I had a typo when I was typing in his name. I typed oh. in Brian O'Brien. Michelle never noticed that until I pointed it out, but. Oh, I saw people on Twitter coming for you. <laughs> I mean, people are going to come for me on Twitter no matter what I said. If I said the sun is yellow, then Twitter's going to argue with me. Um, but your thoughts on the Bill O'Brien hire? Um, to be honest, I didn't know that much about him because, I I mean, I knew he was um, in college football for a while, and then he went over to um, the NFL. So I had to look at... Um, you know, do a little bit of my research, mm-hmm. and I found out that he played or not played, excuse me, um, was on the coaching staff with Bill Belichick right. back in the day. Which I mean, I did not know that. Um, so I guess that's how I was reading some articles said that that's how Saban got in touch with him in the first place was through Bill Belichick because they're pretty close. Mm-hmm. Um, and then went to Penn State and then to Texas. I know his record um, is pretty he bad. Texans, right? Texans, sorry. What did I say? You said Texas. Well, it's in Texas. But the Texans, it, like, when so, you say Texas. Whatever, Tex- I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to point I'll be out. more politically correct. I had to point that out. Um, his record as a head coach, I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world. Um, It's pretty bad, though. <laughs> he was 15... Um, and nine in college over two years at Penn State, and then the NFL ended at 52 48. Clearly, he's not, you know, the best head coach in the world. So, I have 
really high hopes, honestly, for him being an offensive coordinator. I think it'll be good to have an NFL mind, um, you know, as our OC. So I agree. Um, you know, I went, you know, three weeks ago or so when, it, you know, right after he was the first name mentioned for the job, him and uh, Adam Gase, I was talking to my good friend Cody Kirk about it. And, you know, when I really got to thinking about it, you know, you know, looking at his offensive at his numbers in the NFL, you know, I'm like, okay, his numbers in the all in the NFL are not that good, but you got to put in taking into account the fact NFL defenses are the best. That's like, true. You, and you know, overall, he was great at Penn State. He was great with Tom Brady. You know, when he's able to, when he's able to have his players, what he needs, he's a great offensive coordinator. I think it's going to be a great hire. Great stepping stone job for him. The, the the one problem I have, and I think this is no matter who you hire, is it's a, this is not something that is a future for them. It's a stepping stone for them. He's going to be here one or two years. He's going to get another big oh, job. Oh, yeah, yeah. But overall, it's going to be a great hire. He's going to work great with whoever our next quarterback is, whether it be Bryce Young, Paul Tyson. Mm-hmm. Could be somebody else. You never know with what. You know, it's just obviously trust the process. But right. I, I think it's a great hire. I think he'll do great. You know, I think we'll be a very balanced offense with running and passing. Um, but I, I really like it, and we'll see what happens going forward with the quarterback situation. Obviously, a year we're having to find a quarterback again. Um, right. Seems like that's every year now. Um, but I think it's a great hire. I really like it. Very nice. So let's talk about the dumpster fire in Tennessee. Oh my God. Can I just say really quickly, I had not been on the internet that day and I was just very confused why we were all talking about, you know, McDonald's until I finally was able to get to my phone and realize, you know, what was going on. It's like a dumpster fire up there. Like no matter what they do, it just gets worse. It's just like, it's like me and talking. Like I dig myself (laughs) into the biggest holes and when I try to get out of it, I only dig myself into a further hole. Yes, that's a great analogy. Um, um, I'm I'm really bad at that. Is digging myself into a hole. It's just like what all Tennessee is doing is digging themselves into holes, and um, and that's all they. It's just getting worse and worse by the day. Like, um, I mean, is there anybody that they can hire that's actually going to be able to do it? I mean, no. You know, they're they're coming up on a probation probably on a ball band or. It's just a nightmare for them. That's probably the worst coaching job available right now. I don't think anybody needs to go there ever. Just have whoever is even still there just, you know, fill in for a little while until I mean, Kevin. Se- what a what a oh, life, what a life Kevin Steele is living. He almost gets the Auburn head job. Now he's at Tennessee. He's I there forgot. as a coach. Like what a what a life that man is living. Yeah, I forgot. I mean, about at that. this point, if you're Tennessee's AD, which by the way, um. Philip Former resigning or retiring as the AD to only name UCF AD as their athletic director. No, oh, I did not know yeah, that the, either. Um, yeah. That's a long story in and of itself. Um, but, like, what a, I mean, who are you going to get that's willing to go there and deal with all of that's this? That's what, like, I mean, they would have to, you know, ask for some of that money back, go to McDonald's and get a donation or something. Because I what I agree. how are you going to convince somebody to go there? You're not. You're, you're really not. Like, there's no, like. There's no incentive to go the there. The best guy you're going to get is someone who's just wanting a stepping stone job to find somebody else, somewhere else. And I mean, like. Yeah, they're going to have to get a coach from, like, I mean, the Sun Belt or something. I mean, 
you know, Bill Belichick could go to Tennessee, and even he would not even be able to rebuild that dumpster fire. I mean, some things are just built or just damaged beyond repair. I think it's one of those things where you literally just have to let time heal itself. Like, because like you're saying, it's literally not going to matter at all. It, everything just has to, you know, the investigation needs to go through. They're going to find whatever they find. And then we're going to still talk about it for a few months. And then they just got to play like two or three seasons. So we can talk about right. how bad their football game is instead of talking about all this recruiting. Mess. Right. The thing is, it's like, I mean, no, no matter who they hire, I like, you're not going to get a big name. Who's nobody? Who's going to want to come into this mess? Yeah. I mean, nobody's going to want to come into this mess. And it's just an absolute dumpster fire right now. And you hate to see it. You really hate to see it. Do we? I really yeah, not, at all. Yeah. not at all. Not at all. Not at all. So we'll jump into There's a, a big fight tonight, in case y'all didn't know. Um, Dustin Poirier versus Conor McGregor. Um, this is not a hard one to pick. At all, I think the question just goes into how many rounds it goes. Um, I'm gonna go obviously McGregor. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go the over under when I looked at it on Odds Club was two and a half rounds. That's a really that's a tough one. I'm gonna go. That is really tough. Ugh. that's half, right? They only play five. They play five. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go under two. Um, I'm going to go under two. The, I'll take the under on that. Hmm. I don't know anything about wrestling or whatever fighting this even is, but I'm going to go with um, McGregor just because that's what everybody else says. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's my take on that. I mean, I think McGregor wins. I think he goes under two. I think he gets the TKO. Um. It's going to be fun, but I think it's going to be one of those like the I don't think Deontay Wilder and somebody fight about a year or so ago, where or a little over a year, where it ends in one or two rounds. It's going to be quick. McGregor's going to win, and we're going to wonder why we all stayed up so late to watch one round. What time does it start? Ten fifty. Yeah, right. I believe ten fifty is the main card, if I'm not mistaken. Craziness. Um. So let's jump into some uh, Bama hoops. All right. What a year it has been in SEC play for Bama Hoops. Um, in about an hour, we kick off against Mississippi State. Or, I'm sorry, tip off. Um, mm-hmm. Tip off against Mississippi in an hour. 7-0 in SEC play. What a year. Like, Incredible. Let's, let's, Tuesday night. Let's just Tuesday night. We were all here at the mansion watching. Like, what a game. Like, what oh has happened to this team? Like, from the loss against Western Kentucky, where it was like rock bottom, to where we're at today, seven and zero in SEC play, ranked number eighteen. There are even brackets where I see us as a that are projecting us as a one seed in the NCAA tournament, a one seed from a team that what is from a team that three or four weeks ago was not even going to touch the NCAA tournament. What a job that Nate Oates has done with this team, getting us back on track. Like, did we? Did any of us ever see this coming? I mean, I can't say much because I, you know, I'm always very honest um, about everything. I did not watch basketball. I did not like basketball, whether it be college or pro, just because it is like extremely fast paced. And then the thing that pisses me off the most is like the fouling and stuff. I feel like if yes. you look at someone the wrong way or breathe 
you know, the wrong way you're fouled. And I just, I don't get it because I'm used to football. It's, you know, a little bit slower and it's a contact sport. With all that being said, though, um, I've been watching um, with you guys here at the mansion the last like three weeks or so. Um, And it is pretty exciting to watch. I don't know if it's just because like it's Alabama and like I'm here and I'm supporting, you know, the home team. Um, But I don't, I don't know. It's just fun to win. So, and I'm really excited for all of my friends too, you know, even, you know, you, Danny, Meg, people that went to the game, supported them year in and year out, even when we sucked. Like, I'm just happy that you guys are also able to have this opportunity and like see it happen. It's been so much fun. Yeah, it really has. And, you know, from, from the point we were, we were after the loss against Western Kentucky to, you know, the job Nate Oates has done rebuilding the culture. Obviously there was a whole culture rebuild needed. And he's done a really good job of that. Got us. We're leading the SEC by two games. Where it's at a point now where we just, if we just play good, we're going to win the SEC regular season. That's obviously a shoe in with the NCAA tournament. And you know it's you know he's Nate is probably the leading candidate for national coach of the year. And you know obviously things could happen, things could change, but. If they just if this team keeps doing if this team plays like they did Tuesday night, they're not losing another game. I mean, like, there's not a team that can beat us when we're shooting a three like we did the other night. 103 points. Yeah, I was surprised to even see triple digits. Like, like that's not that's not something you see in SEC play. So often. I was gonna ask how often that happens that in rarely, like college. Play rarely easy, happens you know? in SEC play. I don't remember it happening a single time for any team last year in SEC play. Jeez. And then it's been done twice in one week. Um Auburn did it today. Against oh, South Carolina, I but I mean, just what is the job this team has done recovering from? Yeah, I think that without that law, and I was talking to somebody the other day, and I'm, I think it was our good friend Danny or Devin. You know, without the loss to Western Kentucky, does this ever happen? And I don't think it does. I think some very rarely does it happen, but some losses are good for you, and they, yeah. they motivate you to get your, you know what, back on track and get going. I think that's what that loss did. So we'll jump into another sport that's big for Michelle and I, Bama baseball. Oh yeah. The schedule being released this weekend or this week. Um, non-conference schedule, just your basic non-conference. Opening up with McNeese State, McNeese State on December on February nineteenth. Let's um, not go back in time. Please. Let's not. <laughs> so, but let's just jump into SEC play. Opening up at Arkansas. Um, a very good Arkansas team. That's not going to be easy. Um, posted on the Twitter on our Twitter page the other day. Um, see what y'all think of what our fans think about our rotation. Obviously, Connor Prelip, who had the best NCAA in the or had the best ERA in the NCAA last year, with the number one guy getting your number two and three guys is going to be a little bit more of a challenge. What are your thoughts as we get ready? I mean, obviously, non conference play is going to be something I think will be will be fine. But we get an SEC play. There is ten. Every single one of our SEC opponents is ranked. So, your thoughts going on to? Um, I mean, again, being straight up, I don't know that much about um, Alabama baseball. Most of what I watch is just MLB. But um, I am excited. I'm going to try to keep up this season, um, especially because aren't a lot of the games are what, like Fridays and Saturdays and stuff? I yes. Saturdays off, so I'm hoping – if we're even allowed to um, be able to go to some of those yes, things to see. Same. Based on what I know from the tiny season that we had 
last spring before COVID happened, we were really, really good. Sixteen and one going in the SEC. Play. Yeah, sixteen and one. Um, you know, you've got you've got to keep you've got to be. I think the most we a loss is we can afford one in SEC in two SEC plays two or three. You can't have bad losses and expect to make the NCAA tournament. And you know, we're we're projected to be twelfth, a twelve seed in the SEC tournament. And, in the SEC tournament, that's not bad considering how good the SEC is, but that's not going to get you into the NCAA. We're going to have to have some great pitching performances in SEC play. We'll get into SEC into baseball later, but it is as you know any other conference that we're in, we win. The, we can win the conference, but the SEC is literally the best team, the best conference for baseball. I mean, like everybody, but there's only four teams not ranked. It just means more. It just means more. <laughs> Um, so yeah, there's a lot of the, we had a lot, we got a lot to talk about coming up. We're not going to cover it all now because got hoops coming up. I've got mm-hmm. alcohol in my system. Oh, God. Um, so we've, we've got a very interesting episode coming up. Um, we're not going to spoil it for you, but coming up for y'all we're Michelle and I disagree a lot on things. Yeah. It's not hard to do. Um, we got that coming up. Hopefully within the next two or three weeks, waiting until some of these other sports sat down. We'll have a full episode on that. Anyway, Michelle, anything else? I'm really excited. My birthday is two weeks from today. Oh, your birthday is Super Bowl. Super Bowl weekend, yeah. It's February 6th on Saturday. Mark it in your calendar. Oh, you're getting old, aren't you? I'm so old. I hate it. Um, (laughs) Wow. 26? 26, yeah. Wow. Time flies. It does. Well, that's all we've got. We'll see y'all. Next week. Next week. Um, might have some backstory takes for y'all next week. Yeah, let's do it. We haven't done that in a while. Um, we're running out of time today, so but may have some backstory takes for y'all. If y'all don't watch the backstory, you really need to watch it. <laughs> you really need to watch it. You can come to the mansion and watch yeah. it with us. We'll see y'all next week. Anything else? <laughs>